leadership uh, roles that we have in this podcast, the product tech lead and the, and the architect. So it's quite uh, broad, I think. The product has different business subdomains. And I think this brings certain challenges uh, for, for our use case. I think we had the advantage of uh, uh, before we were a product, we were already uh, working together with the teams. Functionality is so close to the technical part, of course. Um, we picked up together and we uh, tried to come up with a strategy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bol.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Speaking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Bol.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The hosts of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. Yeah, welcome back to the Bol.com Tech Lab podcast. Great to have you again with us today. So today we have a great topic on the non-managerial side of tech leadership at Bol.com. And I, I'm tempted to dive really deep into this about this non-tech and leadership and stuff and how we divide stuff. But then I will be spoiling most of what our experts, the guests of today can share with you. So I won't do that, but I'm really enthusiastic about this. So Peter, can you tell something? Thank you. Can you tell something? Yeah, I can tell something. Yeah, okay, okay, just I'll point just a bit. <laughs> Yeah, so as, as Bol.com, we are in this uh, transition to a, to a product organization. So we are going to talk about uh, about this. So it's not about the products on our web shop, but indeed uh, the product organization. And uh, that that's also what I uh, like about doing this podcast, right, uh, Peter Paul? Uh, we are uh, now talking with two people soon uh, in the, in the domain we're not in. So this is this is what I uh, what I like to learn more about that as well. So yeah. Just introduce uh, the guests, and and we're going to talk about uh, talk about this. Yeah, not just in a domain that we are not in, but also in like like an, they operate in an area that we find really difficult, and that's marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that's something we uh, yeah, sometimes struggle a little bit with with uh, for our podcast. I'm not hoping to learn anything on that side uh, in this podcast, uh, but maybe you never know. Uh, but let's introduce indeed uh, our guests uh, to you. So we have Alexander Yuganu, a product tech lead uh, at Bol.com in the marketing domain, uh, of course. She's been with us before. And we've had, uh, we have uh, Leonard Billikens, who is an architect. Now, and there you also already see the, the two non-managerial tech leads that we have, or, or uh, uh, tech leadership uh, roles that we have in this podcast. The product tech lead and the and the architect. Um, yeah, so let's start with uh, giving you some context huh? um, to 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 tell the audience a little about how we are organized and what actually is a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can start. So uh, Peter already mentioned that uh, a product is not only a product; it's something we sell uh, in the shop, but it's also. Uh, an uh, organizational construct that we use at uh, Bol.com to uh, manage uh, our innovations and, uh, and, and, and run the platform. So uh, it's uh, basically a group of people who get stuff done for the platform. And this group of people exists out of uh, the innovation teams, which are the scrum teams consisting out of engineers, product owners, analysts, data scientists. 
but also the leadership, product manager, engineering manager, the people lead, and uh, uh, the, the uh, tech lead and architect who play an advisory role, uh, I believe, formally. Exactly. And um, uh, yeah, what, what, what makes these products so special? So wh why does it stand out to, yeah, compared to, let's say, more traditional organizations or, or, or ways of organizing? I think uh, we try to to form the product in general. We try to form the products uh, regarding looking at our organization, of course, but also uh, having uh, some tech cohesion between the the um, uh, domains that are part of the product, mm -hmm. and uh, also, uh, of course, uh, looking at the goal, uh, how to create focus, having uh, one product working on that goal. So um, having this said, uh, this is usually the, the the these are usually the three principles that we try to create products at ball.com. But our product is a bit different than the others. So uh, we do support the marketing channels and we have um, quite different channels within the same product. So I'm talking about search engine optimization. So paid and non-paid channel, search engine optimization as non-paid channel and um, yeah, some attribution, like how do we attribute orders to different channels? Those are more fundamentals of the product, but also the paid part, which is the affiliate partner program and the search uh, engine advertising. So it's quite uh, broad, I think. The product has different business subdomains, and I think this brings certain challenges uh, for, for our use case. Yeah, I, I think if you look at the three uh, principles of which to organize a product, we are mostly organized from the uh, goal uh, perspective, and uh, it's also the name of the product is uh, create sustainable traffic and the goal is also to yeah get traffic so visit people visit we, we need to get people to visit bol.com in the app and in the web shop um, but exactly. it, yeah yeah Be because that's what you mean when you say traffic that's not uh, cars and freight trucks and whatever no it's people visiting our uh, website uh, uh, yeah. in, with uh, with uh, the end goal in mind that they will in the end purchase some stuff, right? That's that's what traffic is about. Uh, yeah. And do you consider this as as one product, or do you consider this four different products, uh, Alexandra, the four you described? Uh, we consider them as one product. Uh, some of the teams have something to do with one another, uh, either from a technical perspective or goal-oriented. But uh, indeed, we try to look at it as at, as one product because in this way, it's easier to make choices and uh, it's easier to go forward with the strategy of the product. Else each team or each subdomain would have its own uh, strategy and it will be very difficult to actually reach uh, consensus and alignment between uh, everyone. And, and then we need to, to look a little at, about yeah, your roles within the, uh, in the product and how you contribute from your roles to uh, yeah, reaching that goals with the product, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, indeed. Uh, I think uh, both uh, me and Leonard started our roles very soon after the whole product organization started. So we were, let's say, the first ones uh, with these roles within this product. So once the product was created, there were open positions for IT architect and product tech lead and uh, I think uh, each of us uh, decided to to run for it, and uh, here we are now after yeah. and a half year or a bit more than that. Yeah, exactly. But but being uh, new in a new role uh, in a new kind of organizational way, that really meant that you kind of had to define the role together yeah. with the other people in the co-leadership. So with all the engineering managers, product managers, people like that. So you really had to find a way. Oh, uh, I'm new to this role, uh, and um, what is this? What is this role actually? And okay, how am I going to going to manage all this? Is, is that a, a right summary or a right <laughs> view on things? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Both with the engineering manager and product manager, but also with the teams, we defined the roles. I think both Leonard and me uh, organized session with the teams to set the expectations and because there is some overlapping in our um, for our roles we had to clarify on how we will work and uh, where to when and how to contact uh, us or to ask for our help yeah i think we had the advantage of uh, uh, before we were a product we were already uh, working together with the teams uh, and uh, also me and alexandra Alexandra used to be an engineer and I used to be the PO of that team. So Alexandra already and we had a long history of cooperating, which made it more easy to start in this in these new roles. You already know each other. And also we were also both working within marketing. So we also knew like the content. The only thing we had to focus on was this new role, which which made it easier, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but then you still each as an individual had your uh, hopes and uh, uh, expectancies of what the role would be. What what were they for you, uh, Leonard? In the past, we didn't have an architect for the product, so I picked up some of these tasks as a PO, and I really enjoyed those. Uh, uh, that's why I also decided to apply for this role. And uh, uh, like uh, I thought, oh, I can do this. Uh, this is uh, just uh, a logical next step for me to take. But uh, uh, actually, when I started in the role um, the work is really different uh, when you work in the team you really have a have a set rhythm the scrum rhythm you have to stand up you have to PO you have a lot of direct validation and gratification in the stuff you do in your day-to-day -day job and suddenly as a architect you have a lot more freedom uh, a lot more topics to think about and not that instant gratification uh, you get as being part of the team. And that took some time for me to get used to, but uh, uh, yeah, just by, you know, keep keep cooperating, talking a lot to Alexandra, talking to the teams, uh, eventually, uh, yeah, <laughs> we found a new rhythm and uh, a new way of working. Exactly, and, and for you, Alexander, because for, for Leonard stepped into an already existing role, but it was a new role to him, but you stepped into a role it was new at Bol.com. We, we didn't have like a tech lead role before. So yeah, I'm really curious what, what you were hoping to find or hoping to contribute to the to the product. 
Yeah, I think uh, for me, uh, like similar to Leonard, I knew the content quite well, but the role itself was, of course, new also for me and for Paul. And what I didn't realize in the first place is that I'm not only a product tech lead for my product, but I'm also a product tech lead part of the tech lead community. So, uh, of course, no one tells you how much time or energy you should uh, invest in which direction you are. It's a flexible role and you are the owner of your time eventually, but it was quite a struggle to choose basically the things that I have more impact on or where I can bring the value outside of the product as well. So at first I was just thinking uh, what's happening within the product, uh, let's set a vision for the product, let's work on the hottest topics there, but all of a sudden I realized, oh wait, but this is not uh, the only thing that the product tech lead should do, we should also work and align on the other horizontals that are going on, like cloud migration or, I don't know, security aspects, uh, oracle deprecation, whatever is going on in the, in the landscape. So uh, although it was part of the job description, at first I didn't realize it will uh, cost so much of uh, my time, basically. Hey, maybe Ed, uh, it's good um, when when we do job interviews. I always get the question: Hey, what what is the uh, what does the role look like in in bot.com? So maybe it's good to explain as well. Uh, right? We're now talking about the role of architect and 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 tech lead, but what does that mean in bot.com? Being yeah. an uh, yeah, let's start with the architect role, Leonard. Um, yeah, so. Uh, um, I think you're a bit maybe the spokesperson uh, for, for the product from uh, uh, like the technical and functional perspective. So uh, you need to be aware of, of what's going on in the organization. What are the strategies? What are the priorities? And uh, make sure that you can easily translate that back to what's going on in the teams and what's already on the roadmaps. And, how does that relate to each other? Um, maybe sometimes do some translation uh, uh, from strategy to, to uh, what the teams are working on. Um, yeah, uh, helping out the POs as well with the uh, uh, with, uh, uh, dependency. So, you know, what you plan to do, what would it look like and what other teams, products, domains might you need and how can we approach this best? Yeah, I, I, I think alignment uh, is, 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 is the keyword uh, for the architect, uh, to be honest. Yeah, so when, when we explain to the, to the outside world uh, what our teams are set up, then we say the product owner is defining what we are going to do and the team is defining how they are going to do it. But this role is kind of on top of it, right? In, uh, on top in, in terms of yeah, this advisory and uh, giving yeah. directions in, in the how for the team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so uh, yeah, thinking along and and helping in proposals, and in the end, the team makes decisions, and you as an architect have to come up with a good and convincing story, and everybody has to think, hey, but this guy is saying it actually makes sense, and it's it's a good way to do it this way, and then they do it that way, and if not, then yeah, then not. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but 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 what you just said is I think really important to to understand the bot.com culture, right? That it's yeah. you you should be uh, convincing about your story to, towards the team. You you don't have the stars and stripes to say this is how we're going to do it. No, it's it's the story behind it, and uh, and that that's how we work. Is that similar to you in your role, um, the, the, Alexandra? What does your role look like? 
Yeah, for me, the, the first uh, focus point is the tech health of the product. So, of course, that's uh, that encapsulates a lot of topics, but basically making the right design uh, decisions and using the right technologies uh, in the product, but also uh, taking care of the balance between innovation and the tech health or the tech depth maybe, uh, so that the teams uh, continue to add value to, to the projects that we are working on, but in the same time also keep an eye on the tech health part of the product. So within the product, these are two focus points, plus the fact that together with Leonard, we uh, have to create a technical uh, vision of the product or an architecture vision of the product. Uh, our vision, basically what we see as the main challenges and how we are going to tackle those and uh, together with the co-leadership to to make sure that uh, our roadmaps and what we work on are in line with the strategy that we have as a product. And outside of the outside of the product, I think it's like Leonard said a lot about aligning on the horizontal that are going on in the in the bold.com landscape, but also, for example, promoting the best solutions for certain challenges and try to avoid that everyone will create their own uh, uh, solution. Although it's fun, of course, to to think uh, from the scratch, how do you want to solve a certain puzzle? Sometimes it's not that efficient because someone might have already had the problem that you're facing. So we are also in charge to promote the best solutions and to to let people know uh, in big lines, this is something that might fit your case, but of course the teams, like you said, are autonomous and they decide uh, what uh, the direction will be for themselves. Yeah, awesome. And, and then you basically now have, have, thought, have uh, shown us what, what your roles are about. Uh, now, so let's explore the collaboration a little. Eh? So you I both think you have uh, something to do with uh, yeah, the tech health, but the, the different focuses, but there are obviously more points. Could you uh, yeah, give some insights into these? Uh? Yeah, uh, I think there's quite a great area, a gray area between the, what the tech lead does and what the uh, architect does, especially uh, like I look more at the traditional architect role there, more the technical aspects were also expected uh, uh, of the architect and that now of course moved to the tech lead um, but I think even like all technical choices in the end also have like functional impacts and you know it might not be clear from the start uh, but uh, everybody should understand this and um, uh, the tech lead is more on the left side of this point and I'm more on the right side of the point but in the end we both should understand and agree and uh, yeah, on most of the topics. So what this means for our cooperation is that we talk on a day-to-day -day basis with each other. And I think also on a weekly basis with, with the engineering manager and the product manager and uh, yeah. 
Mm, yeah. And I think uh, it was only there were only few times that we didn't uh, both uh, pick up a topic together. So uh, that only one of us was involved in something. Maybe if it's super detailed or really like uh, I don't know uh, a technology stack, a, a certain framework. Maybe mm. uh, only one of us, but not even then. So the big topics that were important to our product because functionality so close to the technical part of course um, we picked up together and we uh, try to come up with a strategy before the meeting happens or before we ask another product something so that we first align between us and reach the best uh, decision within our product and then uh, try to yeah to go forward with uh, with our problems yeah. Yeah, so you say, hey, technical choice uh, always has a functional uh, impact. So that's kind of a crucial statement in, in this whole uh, discussion, <laughs> I think. Uh, to make it more concrete, can you give an example in, in yeah, which you really had to, uh, to uh, discuss on this? Maybe the URLs, Leonard, the yeah. URLs. It's quite uh, detailed, but uh, for example, oh, yeah. we use the uh, product titles in the slug of the URLs and product titles come from another product, are owned by another product, which uh, changes product titles quite often because either Plaza partners change the titles or they come up with a new best title or they have A-B testing or whatever the reasons are. The problem for us is that uh, it's not good for from SEO perspective to have dynamic URLs or to have changes in the URLs because Google needs to crawl again your website and determine the rankings and so on and so forth. So there were a lot of discussions on how we can have static, as static as possible URLs. So uh, as you can imagine, because the we are not owners of the URLs, it was of the product, <laughs> sorry. Um, it was a functional perspective as well in the discussion because PCS is the one owning product titles. And yeah, PCS URL, is the product and content the system product. in Bullet.com. Yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, uh, solving this problem will have a huge technical impact in our product. Like you need to store maybe all the product titles and decide yourself when to use the right one. What's the best product title for your URL? So uh, this is an example on why the functional and the technical part has uh, so much uh, uh, cohesion in this yeah. And, and it's, this is even more complex than I realized because I was thinking, okay, this this is within your your own scope, technical and functional, but it's even outside as well, outside yeah. the domain as well. So that, that's yeah, maybe it was yeah. a, a bit of a far-fetched example. Maybe the no, feed but, management but, solution is also a good. Yeah, example. Oh, I was thinking of the 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 API design of the attribution, yeah. the product. Uh, uh, our first product API. Uh, um, so uh, um, we do marketing attribution, which is uh, uh, um, looking at uh, uh, incoming traffic. So how do people reach Bolt.com? And then uh, um, uh, we assign value to these visits so we can uh, uh, yeah, best spend our marketing budget to the right channels. So we can say Google Shopping is super efficient, so we should move more budget to that. That's something that one of the teams owns and who does these calculations. 
and we wanted to expose this uh, to outside of the product and uh, uh, you know designing that interface was something that we really cooperated on uh, also with the team of course and also with the consumers uh, um, and there you really have this yeah um, <laughs> mix between technical and functional uh, uh, coming together cool example also and what i really like in this conversation eh, and that, that what what i really noticed is that one of you can say oh let's use this example and then the other one will tell the example <laughs> go twice first i and I think that that's crucial to you being a team and what you also uh, were trying to explain uh, to us in this podcast. So, yeah, how did you get to this point? You you mentioned earlier you've been working uh, more or less together for, for quite some years already, but I think that it, that it needs to be more than just that. Tell us the secret. I think it's also being... Uh clear on who does what so if you talk on a daily basis and uh, sometimes one person is more busy than the other uh, uh, and we can you know pick up each other's work as well and we just really clearly say hey if you do this then i do this and this and you just really clear communication and ag agreements on who does does what so there's never any uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> you there are no mistakes <laughs> Yeah, and also from the beginning, I felt like uh, we have a big responsibility, both Leonard and myself, uh, to represent the engineers and the teams uh, in the co-leadership, for the co-leadership. You know, we are the only ones that have uh, that are uh, that have this advisory role for the co-leadership of the product and that together if we have the same voice it becomes stronger somehow so for me it was also a point when i realized that if both of us agree and have the discussion between us and then bring it on to the rest of the world then we will be more powerful together and more convincing i think so um, it was clear from the beginning that uh, the collaboration is uh, key between us. But that almost always be that, that you would like have the same backlog together or kind of the same planning of what you will be at for, for a tech lead and, uh, and an architect. The horizon is, is, a, is a little further than for, for engineers in the scrim team, I guess. But that you have like an idea of the coming, let's say, four to six weeks, what you'll be working on. Uh, from the tech, uh, tech lead perspective, from the architect, so you, you have a good understanding of, of what you're working on. Is that correct assumption? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we have almost the same topics most of the times that we work on, but definitely from uh, different perspectives. Yeah, we don't have a sh we don't have a shared backlog. Uh, no, not yet. We, we can't really uh, <laughs> yeah. go one without the other somehow. Yeah, yeah so. but uh, yeah, so sometimes when new stuff comes in, you know, either you start up or I start up, yeah. and uh, I think because we are working together for a long time, we also know when to evolve, when to involve the other and how to get them quickly up to speed to get the right the 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 um, yeah the right things out of it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hey, for me, yeah, because I'm also in a, a co-leadership where I've been working quite some time with, uh, let's say, the, 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 the people lead on the, on the business side, as some people still call it. Um, I mean, but still, there sometimes it's a little fun. Okay, but who picks up what? And there's sometimes a little friction, uh, just a little bit. Uh, you still should be able to discuss that, right? Uh, or could, could you give an example how you handle that? 
uh, do you mean friction between the two of us or with yeah, the... Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think about it. But that's then a discussion packed Paul, about responsibility or not? There could be, or but also who does, does what, eh? because sometimes I, early in the conversation we mentioned, hey, it's sometimes a gray area, what belongs to the role of an architect, what belongs to the role of the product tech lead. Eh? And the same for uh, for engineering managers and it's people lead. Yeah. They both yeah. have responsibilities uh, about uh, team uh, health, yeah. for example. Okay, but who picks up what at what point in time? Uh, we have no idea. So we have to find it along the way. Uh, some, sometimes yeah, someone started to take an action on this and the other things from there, eh, now let's see how that goes. <laughs> things like that happen, right? I mean, yeah. it's real life. Yeah, yeah maybe we also uh, look a bit at the history, like uh, what is the experience that each of us has with a certain topic and uh, where does it make more sense to to start uh, with Leonard or with myself? So uh, we don't really have very clear rules uh, from that, but it's important to bring it on the table and discuss it and uh, be as transparent as possible. Why I wouldn't pick up a task or why would Leonard wouldn't pick up a task? And for us, the conversation goes quite, uh, quite natural, I think. Yeah, and I think uh, I understand what you mean, Peter Paul. Um, uh, for example, I, I I feel quite involved with the product. So, for example, on a topic on like how the teams are organized, or maybe how you know, uh, 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 I feel involved and I have an opinion. But of course, that's more of the engineering manager's responsibility, uh, I guess. Um, but because Alexandra and me have the tendency to really be clear about who does what and what is expected of each other, I think we also do that to the rest of the co-leadership. So that's not only the way me and Alexandra work, but also uh, how we have like uh, uh, sync meetings or you know uh, the, the weekly uh, meetings with the rest of the co-leadership. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you you mentioned you mentioned the opinion eh? and and. Mm. Uh, 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 Earlier in our conversation, we mentioned that there are three guiding principles for forming a product, uh, the technical one, high cohesion, low coupling, the goal-oriented one, and the organizational one. Yeah, uh, for your product, it's mostly in, on the goal-oriented one that, that you are aligned. But still, I think on the, on the other ones, as an architect, <laughs> you will have an opinion, and you will see and compare it with other uh, products. And uh, that also goes for the for the organizational one and and things evolved. So I think there's could be a discussion every now and then, especially as we are a few years into the product organization. Or am I misreading that? No, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's one thing that you can exceed your role, and another thing is that you step on someone else's responsibility. So that's what I think Leonard also wanted to to be clear about that, especially with the co-leadership, we make sure that uh, uh, we don't step on anyone else's responsibility, but we try to to bring uh, our input to the table and make sure that. Uh, the outcome is in the advantage of the product overall so exactly hey, and, and to make it more practical uh, this this needs some alignment uh, every now and then can you share what uh, how you work together and how do you align the the work um yeah so like i mentioned uh, uh, alexandra and i uh, always 
almost talk uh, on a day-to-day basis on chat or short calls. Um, and we have a, a, we call it a technical uh, sync together with the uh, product manager and the engineering manager once every two weeks uh, where we just have an agenda and every it's a shared agenda where all participants can add topics and then uh, we can uh, use that to, you know, get each other up to date or, you know, ask questions or just uh, discuss those topics. Um, and I think technical from the sync, yeah. Yeah, we call it a technical sync. I don't know why, right. but uh, <laughs> that's what it was called. Um, and I think from the, the co-leadership, they also uh, uh, organize different sessions. And depending on the content, they uh, invite us or they ask us, hey, would you like to be involved or uh, or not? Hey, and and could you share like 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 a, what's one of the the great successes uh, uh, as an example that 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 where the where the collaboration between the two of you went really really well and you really have because you're all or, uh, both taking the approach from it has to be the best approach for our product and that where, it, where that collaboration went really well for you I think the 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 product architecture vision or the product vision or the product tech we decided to call it the product vision because everything needed to be in there, not the architect vision, not the technical vision. Also, uh, you know, the PM was very involved in this. And I think when we started the product organization, one of the assignments to the architects was a each product should have a product architecture vision. And I, I think from the start, Alexandra and me said, hey, this is something we need to do together. And without, you know, knowing where to go and how to do it, we just started on it, started writing and, uh, you know, putting things to paper. And then after a while, involving the product manager and after a while, involving the engineering manager and the teams. And it, it, it uh, yeah, I, I was quite happy. I am quite happy with the result. I think we can update it again because it's uh, it's now uh, almost a year old. But uh, the way that process went and, and also the outcome of it uh, it's it's very nice yeah and once you write all the challenges down that your product has either from a functional perspective or from technical perspective it becomes really clear for everyone that this is the way we are heading this is how we are going to solve it and i now refer to the teams but also to the product manager and business there are no surprises later on you know mm-hmm. like this is what we agreed. This is our vision, the agreed one. And then this is how we're going. So uh, it doesn't really leave that much room for interpretation once the vision is written written down, I think. Yeah, and I think good to mention, of course, to write it down, you have to have a lot of discussions. Uh, oh. And, you know, these discussions are part of the process. And the end result yeah. of having it written down on paper, maybe not everybody is even reading it, but getting to that point and having this discussion with with all the people involved is what I think uh, was was the most important in that process. Yeah, it's more important than the outcome. Yeah, yeah. And and to give another example that I think started somehow from the the vision is the fact that one of the challenges was that uh, we have a third part. We use a third party for our feed management and campaigns, and the whole process were was very very slow. So we put this as a challenge. We are not happy with the current setup. We were also using FTP, so different types of uh, problems 
brought in by this uh, um, uh, connection with the third party. So uh, from this, we started a whole uh, new project, uh, looking first into another uh, third party that could help us with our needs. But, you know, Bolt.com is so big and the catalog is always growing. So there are very less chances that you will find a partner that can easily scale with your needs and that can cope with the dynamics, especially in the price changes at Bolt because we are a plaza. So uh, we started this process, we looked into this third party, the, a possible partner for us, and we did a proof of concept uh, with them and went through the whole discussions. Eventually it didn't turn out to be what we expected, but that can always happen. The good thing is that because we started the process together and together with business as well, uh, we could after we had the, the conclusion that they are not suitable for us, we could pick this up ourselves in our product, create a different feed management solution for certain channels. So we were already sending real-time updates to Google Shopping and now we split the project and now we are sending it to Facebook very soon. So this kind of uh, projects that started from our discussions, basically, and our challenges, it's very, very nice to see them uh, uh, developing and uh, in progress after after such a long time. Yeah, so it's great to see that you first define your your challenges together. So it's not only from uh, from a technical perspective, functional. It's all together, and then dot on the horizon. So you have this vision, and you start working on the solution, uh, the, the, the 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 how. Uh, but then, yeah, together with the team, uh, you you make it work, right? Yeah, but this indeed brings me uh, makes me think about what Leonard said in the beginning with the instant gratification that you don't have anymore because look at us it's one <laughs> since we wrote the product vision and there is progress on it but uh, what you couldn't see this progress every week right last year so it's not as I was a software developer and I do this Jira boom it's closed it's done it's deployed and I'm happy for uh, for that day, you know. So uh, you really need to create another type of uh, board for yourself, like a long-term things to follow up on and short-term things, so that you won't be disappointed at the end of the week, let's say. But 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 meanwhile, you you want maybe to keep track on how you're going with this vision. Is it also part of your job doing together? What do you say, Leonard? I think we involuntarily <laughs> keep track of it, yeah. but not really very structural. So we probably know the challenges by heart and the progress on exactly. them. Yeah. But uh, because these are the ongoing projects right now, but every year uh, the plan is to revise the the vision and uh, see if we are still heading the right direction or if there are any new challenges because everything is changing also around us, not only our product within. Yeah, marketing is uh, quite a dynamic uh, uh, environment to work in. Uh. Yeah, yeah I, I can imagine. Eh? And at the same time, I also can imagine that with the vision that you have, that every hour that you spend that in your opinion is contributing to the vision and getting the product into the right direction, is, is an hour spent on, on just getting there and making progress, right? Yeah. 
Hey, well, what I still want to learn is, 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 is there something from, from this, what you, what you really learned? Uh, so what, what, what's kind of, uh, okay, from, from this whole process, uh, getting into this, this new role, uh, getting into even a non-existing role. Um, uh, yeah, what, what did you learn? What, 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 what are important parts for you there? For me personally, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but I think uh, every one of us is hired to do a certain job and there's no one in that team or around you that could do the job as you do it. So once you're in charge of what you're doing, you should really be aware that you can you are at that table and you can change things in the direction that you want. So. I think we shouldn't give up the, the ideas that we have, but of course we should also be aware that together we can reach out even better ideas. Awesome. Was a bit cheesy. Yeah, no, I want to make a joke, a joke that it's cheesy, no, but I'm going to sound cheesy as well, because uh, 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 for me, uh, I really like to move to the product organization and uh, uh, um, I moved as a business analyst slash PO to to, to the architect role and everybody was making jo jokes about moving from business to IT, but also as a PO, I never saw it less like this is business, this is IT. I think from product, it's product, you know, it's it's it, it's product. It's not it's not business, it's not IT. You're collaborating together to the same goal and uh, that should be clear. And, you know, it's it's about the collaboration and it's not, not business IT. I, I really dislike that, that term. Sorry, I, I will stop uh, using that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, so, so cheesy and, and so far also it sounds a bit like a real success uh, story, but but what were the biggest hurdles for you to, to overcome? What, what were real challenges that you uh, encountered? Mm, I think sometimes um, it's weird to say this, but sometimes because things go well in a certain product, you don't always get the right uh, spotlight or in the spotlight that easily. So sometimes this can translate maybe to less headcount in the product or smaller teams. And although it seems like an engineering manager issue, I think it has a big impact in the OPEX as well, in the services that are running and everything. So there was sometimes more difficult times to, to convince uh, management that we need maybe more resources for a certain project or that we are in danger with some of uh, some of our services because uh, there were no emergencies or no criticals coming from us never so um, it's all good when you don't hear anything bad but in the same time it's difficult to to get the resources that you need to keep the business running and to add to the innovation you want to add so a good product can bite you that's what you say <laughs> yeah, a healthy yeah. product. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be a healthy product. No, that's <laughs> not the conclusion. That's no, a, but, that's why I'm here. <laughs> no, I think but it's, it's like a real marketing thing. Yeah. So, so all kind of attention is good attention, eh? and if things <laughs> go really better, you get a lot of attention. And exactly. No, so I can already think of some nice catchy titles to this podcast to to get <laughs> some clickbait. <laughs> should improve our marketing uh, for the products. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it, it also reminds me to what uh, our previous manager always said, Peter Paul. If we had uh, n- not so many issues, uh, it was too stable. He said, yeah, maybe we're not going fast enough. So uh, it's <laughs> yeah. also something like that. Yeah, that's the famous uh, Mario Andretti quote, uh, right? You as a Formula yeah. One lover should know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not on the edge then. Yeah. I saw f- f- that was some uh, hurdles you uh, you had in mind, Alexander. What about you, Leonard? Some um, um, yeah, like I mentioned in the beginning, I had some 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 challenges uh, about this changing rhythm and cadence you go to from uh, being in the team to the architect, and especially uh, it was also during the lockdown. So you were working from home, and I was not really easily calling a lot of people. So sometimes you you know were working on a thing, and you were like. Sometimes I was having some motiva- motivational uh, challenges uh, at, at the beginning and really struggling. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, luckily you have a lot of freedom in how you do your work. And I just decided to pick up m- more some analyst roles or, you know, really, really be more involved in certain projects and do a bit more than maybe is expected of the architect or the responsibility of the architect just to have that feeling of involvement uh, uh, yeah, more. All right. Hey, Peter Paul. Famous. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I, again. I was, We're I heading was, towards was, the end, but but yeah, maybe you have questions left. <laughs> I was so looking uh, to confuse you and ask this question this time to you, but you uh, you got me here again. <laughs> so I think we, we really uh, had have most of the questions uh, answered. And if some of our listeners think it's not, then please uh, leave a comment uh, on the LinkedIn post or reach out to us via email, and we will. Uh, if there are a lot of them, we'll just record a second uh, episode uh, with these two uh, great guests. If so I think email, that, but, but I think we should be on TikTok right now, right? Because of the new, the new uh, numbers. Yeah, I'm still ignoring that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to the to the closing round. Eh? So uh, yeah, our closing round is always: What's your most important takeaway? What should the listeners really know uh, after having listened to this podcast? Listen to your tech lead, then you're right there. <laughs> no, no. I think uh, I think uh, it's the collaboration that is the key, and um, showing your good intention always helps in the process of uh, obtaining the outcomes that you want as well. Yeah, doing it with uh, with the right intentions and make sure people are aware of those intentions. Then, if you cross a bound if you step on somebody's toes by accident it's still okay right if you talk about it so yeah. really collaboration is key awesome. collaboration is key that's the new title <laughs> yeah that's also a good one but alexander is also going to send us some titles because we, we, we're not really good yet at uh, creating uh, uh clickbait titles so Marketing you know catchy titles yeah <laughs> exactly so really waiting for that in the meantime uh, thanks uh, to both of you for uh, uh, for being here with us. At, uh, uh, my, uh, I'm still enthusiastic about the topic. I hope that uh, radiates uh, <laughs> during the, the conversation. And I really heard from you also uh, that you also have uh, genuine enthusiasm uh, for these uh, for this topic. So thanks for being with us. Thanks, thanks for the insights. Thanks. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Okay. See you. See you. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked the episode, check some of the others. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for TechLab and subscribe. Leave a 5-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. 
We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, or mail techlab at ball.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun!